Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Commonweal Theatre Podcast. I'm Josiah Laubenstein, and joining me today are Erica DeGraff and Tina Rosenmeyer. We talk about what it's like being here at the theatre at Commonweal. They're both first-timers here. And then we really dive into a, a very insightful conversation about the show they're in, uh, Good People. If you've seen it, you will love this discussion. And if you haven't seen the show, this will definitely make you want to come to the show. So please... Uh, don't miss out. Stay tuned. Here we go. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Commonwealth Theater Podcast. My name is Josiah Laubenstein, and joining me today are two actors that you maybe haven't seen on stage before here at the Commonwealth Theater. We've got Tina, and I'm going to try and say your last name, Tina Rosenmeyer. That was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and Erica DeGraff? Yes, Erica DeGraff, but my full last name is Erica DeGraff and Reitz, but my stage name is Erica DeGraff. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's Erica DeGraff. Yes. Say it again. DeGraff and Reitz. It's French and German. Ooh. Yes. I like that. But I had to shorten it for the industry because everyone kept spelling it wrong in the credits, so um, DeGraff is fine. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, Laubenstein is not an easily, people always mispronounce that. How name. many letters in your last name? I think it's 11. Oh, I got you beat. I'm 15. Oh, <laughs> by a lot. You've got me beat by a lot. Actually, funny story, when I joined, well, I didn't, I haven't joined Actors Equity, but I, I'm an EMC candidate, mm-hmm. and they misspelled my name so badly, I still have the card in my wallet. I am, technically, according to Actors Equity, I am Joshua Lamberstein. Oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations on that. <laughs> so if I ever didn't get a part before I, I was here, I was like, ah, Lamberstein got that part. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's always one step ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. We are in competition with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> So this is your both of your first shows here yes, at the Commonwealth. Yes, yes. uh, how has it been, you know, coming out here, being a part of the community? It has been, for me, an amazing experience. Um, coming from L.A., uh, <laughs> it was definitely a shock in the sense of, you know, coming from a big city. But um, it's not too much from where I'm from originally. Originally, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, but a small town within okay. Illinois, uh, Bartlett. So if we have any Bartlett people, hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so just coming here, it was, you know, just seeing how the theater, everyone worked together. Mm. That is yep. something that in all of my years of theater, I have not seen, yeah. you know, and everyone was going towards the common goal, which mm-hmm. is was such a beautiful thing. So uh, that I just wanted to highlight that, <laughs> um, and just being on stage with incredible artists, you know, it it's, it just made me want to continue to work harder, mm. you know. Um, so for me, it's been amazing. That's cool. Yeah, that was beautifully said. Yeah. <laughs> just nodding and smiling because she's so eloquent. Um, I. Found out about Commonweal probably over 15 years ago. My family, my daughter was young. We came down for a bike trip. And I walked down the street and I saw there was a theater on the street. And it was closed at that point. I don't remember the time or date. (laughs) But then I was watching for Commonweal. And then um, ran into people periodically who had been here. 
and listening and hearing ads on NPR and going, hmm, what is it? What? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're at a point where um, our adult daughter has moved out and my husband is happily employed and I can be in and out of town. We live in St. Paul. I could have said that first, but that would have been linear, and I'm rarely linear. Um, it's just a true thing about me. Um, so uh, the audition notice showed up last winter in maybe December or January for an older woman to play this character role, Dottie, in Good People, and I thought, uh-huh, this, this is the moment. And I figured out what to audition with, which was a bit of a challenge, because I don't think of myself as good at comedy. Comedy is, I, I like to chew the scenery, give me some Shakespeare so I can, like, gnash teeth and <laughs> dramify. <laughs> and, and so this was, okay, I have to be funny now. So I used some Albie, and that worked out. <laughs> and it was a lovely audition time, and I got a call pretty quickly after that. And I was like, yep! That's what I'm doing this year. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. so exciting. Awesome. It was so exciting. Had you read uh, Good People no, before? No, okay, not so till the script arrived. Had you read? No, I, I never actually um, heard about the play whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and I read a lot of plays. <laughs> so, uh, like for me, when I uh, saw the audition, originally I think I saw it on um, either. Uh, actors access or backs it was one of those two um, websites that I utilized uh, for all yeah. of my auditions and I saw the part of Kate and I read the synopsis and I'm like oh my gosh this is something that I could do um, yeah. and I will say the reason why I just felt that it was so similar to who I am and how I grew up um, so I just felt that no, this is something that I should do, a story that needs to be told. Mm -hmm. um, and when I auditioned, it was it was a frightening experience <laughs> just because it was like via Zoom and there were like four other people in the room and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> um, but yes, but other than that, um, before that I had never heard of the play. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. Did you do a Zoom audition too, Tim? No, I was, was live. It, um, was, was, live. it was Hal okay. and Adrian and Jeremy, and okay. Jackie was running it, and it was a really cool day in January at <laughs> Concordia. Yeah, um, okay, okay, yeah. College Concordia. in St. Paul. That's that's my alma mater. Oh, oh that, yeah. Yeah. that lovely little theater. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, beautiful it's a space. pretty little space. It's a mm -hmm. beautiful space. Uh, that's cool. And yeah. that was good. So you are local, Tina, and then local to St. Paul. Yeah. Local to I mean localish, Minnesota at yeah. least. Mm -hmm. But Erica, yeah, you're like <laughs> I've lived other places too. You know? uh, oh, I'm sure you have. I, I got just, my New York time under my belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but right now you're out on the coast. Yes, I am a year end of uh, with being in uh, L.A. and okay. it yeah. has been eye-opening first off because oh, uh, before that I was in New York for seven years and as you know being in New York you don't need a car um, <laughs> and um, before that you know living in Chicago you don't need a car so um, I had got a rude awakening being in LA um, and my bank account too because I had to uber everywhere um, but yeah I mean I've been there and so far it's been so great I've been doing theater there as well as I've been dabbling in a little bit of TV and film, mm -hmm. um, which is quite different from theater because oh, yeah. you have to bring it down. You know, everything yeah. is all about. It's just the screen is this big. You know, 
Um, my camera's like right. Exactly. Right <laughs> yes, yes. But um, LA is home, and I honestly feel that it will be home for a very long time. Um, I don't see myself moving back to the code. Um, even <laughs> though this has been a great experience so far, um, I just, uh, that that will be home going forward, yes. Okay. It mm -hmm. was snowing today when I it came was. in. It was. <laughs> and that was like, okay. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's beginnings. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you lived in New York for about seven years. Yes. Tina, you said you've lived in New York? We were in, I was in New York for about 11 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. I went out to go to the National Shakespeare Conservatory because it was time to learn how to do this thing of acting rather mm -hmm. than running on instinct, which is how I had done it before. Sure. And um, so I was there. I finished that program. I did some summer stock in Maine. I got to do a lot of off 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 Yes. And chew up some scenery. I was able to tour in Little Women as Marmee and Aunt Marge. Oh, cool. Back in 93. And I, looking back on that, I figure I performed for maybe 40,000 people in a couple of months. Wow. Just up in the morning and going in. And there are some beautiful theaters in this country. Yes. These, You know, the old vaudeville circuit theaters are still around and they're gorgeous, gorgeous little spaces. That's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Some New York, L.A. actors. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're like, you're raising our brand here at the Commonwealth. I'm like wiping my shoulders off. That's right. That's great. I'm happy to be here, too. Very happy to be here. Yeah. Very. Because, because for me, um, when I was telling my manager and my friends out, uh, you know, in L.A., hey, I'm going to Minnesota for a couple months to act. They're like, are you crazy? Are you? And I'm like, but it's you know um but i am so glad that i didn't listen to their opinions and sure. i and that i just led with my heart mm -hmm. and because it has this is an experience that i feel that i'm going to um think about my entire life mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, I would love to come back if you have another role fitting for myself. <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll um, keep <laughs> Yes, but it's it's something that is it's you know with the patrons how they are so loving of mm. the theater, how they mm. keep the theater running, and to have mm -hmm. a town of seven hundred people and to have the numbers were like twenty thousand. It's crazy. crazy. That yeah. is remarkable. It's just astonishing. You know, and, and that that is what keeps me here mm -hmm. and and wanting to keep delivering great great work. So And you do. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't yeah. think we've said that. You both are doing fantastic work in the show. Thank and you. if you haven't seen the show, you should come see Good yes, People please. before it closes because we're already like a month out from it closing. It was just crazy. It feels mm -hmm. like it's just been clipping along yeah. and you've got to come see it because it's they're doing great work. It is yes. amazing work on <laughs> stage you. right now. Thank you. Um, well, that's one of the things that I, I love about the common wheel is you have a long time with a part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like in most of my experience, but pre common wheel, I would run a show for like a month. I yeah. never had not Tina. You it sounds like you've had like. A touring experience where you had like yeah what like a was it a year no half a it was year? two and a half months oh, oh, it wasn't really months? longer oh than this but okay. we just we drove a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yeah so that's something that I always feel is like special about being out being here is that I get to live with a character for yeah. a really long time yeah. what are some things that having lived with these characters for a long time that have sort of come to light 
with this show because this is really a show that I feel like you can dig into mm. pretty deep. It's not so like we just did leading ladies and that's a bit more like in that I'm kind of trying to refine my comedy. I'm kind of trying to think like what's <laughs> right. what's the best bit that I could do with this. But I feel like with with uh, with your characters here, this is like you can kind of dig into these characters yeah. a little mm -hmm. bit more. With uh, Kate and Dottie are just like you know. There's more going on in this play. There's more nuance to kind of uncover. So yeah. how has it been living with these characters? And <laughs> when, I, like... when I first ran into Dottie, um, I did it by look, reading reviews and like yeah. that. And then I saw that Estelle Parsons played the part yeah. in the original production. And I thought, okay, <laughs> Estelle Parsons can do it. Fine. <laughs> There's character gold for you. So um, in digging through it, Dottie says ugly things, and she yeah. says ugly things about a lot of different kinds of people, and she says them casually and um, to amuse herself in a yeah. funny, horrible way if I was outside of myself. And as I've dug into it, I one thing I think about Dottie is that she's a mirror. Mm -hmm. She's a real mirror, I think, for the audience about, and for myself, about when she says things about people by race or by age or by ability, because she's rude about lots of different people. Um, I have some things about Mexican children that I say, and I hear the audience laugh a little bit. And then as the, the comment that I have deepens and gets uglier, um, I feel them squirm. I hear the laughing stop, and I feel... <laughs> just a little bit of discomfort because they recognize sometimes it's because they've gotten into the laughing and now what does it mean if they're going along with a joke that is so clearly wrong-headed by the time the line is finished right it goes too far you <laughs> start it off and maybe gets right. gets good. people to be funny at the beginning you think oh yeah this is something and then it yeah. It turns the corner. And, it turns oh, no. a corner. Oh, uh, uh. So there's a piece of Dottie that I'm that we recognize. I yeah. think that she's really familiar, and I like her in that. And we have to like our characters, right? That's one of those acting challenges. And sure. People that play Iago or right. Richard the Third have to figure out how to get over a character that is just evil, and mm -hmm. I don't have that challenge, but. Who she is is human, yeah, and it's believable, right? Mm. We can understand that she that this person exists, and we don't like her necessarily, but we get her. Yeah, and and I will actually piggyback off of yes, that. Do. Um, that with my character Kate, it is the in the same sense, is it's a mirror of the audience as well. Um, in a sense of, you know what, we all live this life, even though the race is different. Mm -hmm. um, and it was eye-opening yeah. because mm -hmm. of the fact that um, Kate specifically, she comes from a, a family that didn't have hard times. Mm -hmm. um, but I do feel that she is, her parents came from somewhere else. So they had to pull their way up and mm -hmm. provide this, this life for her, which put a lot of pressure on her to be the best that she could be. Sure, sure. And I don't think that if we were to ask any of the audience members, like, 
they've probably experienced that as well, mm -hmm. um, which makes my character human. Yeah. Because we've familiar. all, and familiar, because yeah. we've all experienced that to, to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, and with Kate, she, I think, also opens the eyes of the audience, mm -hmm. um, opens the eyes of audience members to, to see something different from yeah. maybe their everyday. Yeah. Um, and I will speak on this, and I've told you as mm -hmm. well, that you being in this town, you know, um, yeah. is, like I said, I'm very familiar. I'm, very, I'm from a small town, 2% African-American, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah. I think that that's also an eye-opening experience. Mm -hmm. There's oh. nothing about you or Kate that fits the TV tropes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You know, she's mm -hmm. not on some list of things that you expect African-American actresses Ex to do mm -hmm. until people started writing better. Well, and isn't it, it's kind of the yeah. uh, structure of the play where Margie looks at a picture and says, oh, okay, but there's no mention of race. And so then in act two, when we see, yes. when we see Kate, we're introduced to Kate, it's like, it's kind of clever playwriting because then they you're like, oh, that's them. what Margie got to see and that's what she saw in the photo. Mm -hmm. And then you think maybe it's not even gonna be addressed. And then, it, the, as that act two, yep. scene one yes. goes on, you're like, oh, it's getting addressed. Oh, it's getting addressed mm -hmm. more. Oh, it's getting oh. addressed more. Oh, this yep. is like, yes. so yeah, it just keeps, he, <laughs> I, it feels like it's good playwriting because it's it, really it just sort playwriting. of slowly revealing mm -hmm. more and more and more and mm -hmm. more. And it makes you reveal something about yourself as mm -hmm. well. Um, like you yeah. said, there were, there were racist comments, mm -hmm. um, and it's like, if you laugh at it, Ooh, does that expose something about myself? Right. You know, or if you see an African American actress on stage and you were just so taken back, what does that mean about mm -hmm. myself? You know, and that's just the beautiful thing about theater because it it starts these conversations and just opens your eyes even mm -hmm. more so. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Megan, the director, yes. or Megan Pence, the director. Who you mm -hmm. obviously know, but, uh, <laughs> she said something about how the show is not a it's a sticks with you show. You'll think mm -hmm. you'll have a, yeah. an opinion right away after you watch the show, and then you'll have another opinion when you wake up in the morning, and then you'll have a different opinion, you know, three days on later. the weekend. Yeah, three days later, because it just kind of sticks with you. Mm -hmm. Somebody, oh, I don't, I don't know which things I can reveal or not reveal, but I heard <laughs> that there's a, a drop of my character's son Russell yeah. is uh, ne'er do well. That's a kind way of putting it. <laughs> and there's a line in the second act where Margie says that he stole her microwave. Yeah. And somebody said that they heard, like, a day later they went, oh, wait a second, that's Dottie's son. Wait a And the, mm -hmm. the threads in the writing mm -hmm. are so tight. And that actually goes back to the humor part that I was talking about. It In learning the play, it was hard for us in the bingo scenes to learn, for me, to learn when the cues came. Like, what was me, what was another actor, and then when is this voiceover happening mm -hmm. um, from the 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 bingo call. And once I trusted the playwright and trusted those bingo calls, mm. the humor is built into the rhythm. Yes. He wrote the rhythm and it's, <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, of course I should have recognized that and trusted it from the beginning, but it took me a minute. Because mm -hmm. um, it's <laughs> a real... Uh, you got, yeah, it's, knowing it and doing it is yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get mm -hmm. It's like, oh, relax into that. And, and the rhythm is there for it. And mm -hmm. the pieces of information about the plot and all of these bigger issues that it touches on, the play touches on, reveal themselves in that way mm -hmm. and as you're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. They really do. They really do.
Um, something else I'm curious about, because this is always something that I, I am just very interested in with other actors and what you do. So you both have, you know, time off stage and then you come on and you have to like, you have to hit it right away. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a few spaces in between your scenes, uh, mm -hmm. as Dottie and then Kate really only just has this one scene in, oh, in yes. act two. <laughs> I mean, it's a doozy of a scene, but you kind of like... You have just a lot of time backstage to sort of like think about it. And then, so is there anything that you do to like get up for the scene before you go on? Or is there anything that you, you do when you have like a moment off stage? Like, do you stay in character? Or are you kind of like, because sometimes I, I stay in character, but sometimes I'm also like, eh, I'm going to, you know. Yeah. How, what's the backstage life of this play like? Let cue us into that a little bit. Lots of laughter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in the dressing room, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but for me, uh, I find myself constantly reading my script oh, yeah. over and over again. Um, I'm usually a method actor, okay. uh, but for this particular role, I didn't feel that it was necessary because I already felt like the character mm -hmm. um, from, from like I was saying, coming from a small town and yeah. my parents instilling in me, you have to be the best, of, at, best of, at, at everything. You have to go to a great college. You have to marry great, you know? So, like, I felt I was, I've already been living this character. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that each time we go on stage, there's new things that is that are revealed to me about this character. Hmm. Um, how even the things that she say says jokingly, it actually she it it hurts her, you know. And she she has this um, this mask in a sense mm -hmm. because this is the way that you're supposed to act. Your parents told you you have to act this way, and she's never actually been given a chance to be herself. Because her husband won't let her be herself. She can't be herself in front of Margie. So it's, it's, I, I keep finding out new things about that character. Um, so that's, that's my little routine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I have been able to lean into the rhythm of um, our scene changes, actually. Oh, and, and um, working with Stella and Alex and Jackie has we're sort of a, a cohort yeah. in our scenes and and which makes it such an interesting thing you essentially have a one act in mm -hmm. that too, you know and and um and we're having this other yes you do and and we're doing this in and out commentary it's interesting hearing you talk about kate masked because mm -hmm. in thinking about what we were saying a little bit ago i think Dottie is unmasked and mm -hmm. never feels any need to protect anybody yeah. from what she really thinks yes. ever mm -hmm. whereas and that's a privilege isn't it yeah. to be able to live that even though the money is so different and the class is so different mm -hmm. Dottie is always herself and I met and as you say Kate rarely can be and she rarely can be herself there's mm -hmm. so many layers like that in this play about <laughs> yes. what class is and who has authority or power or agency in any given moment in the play and um and so many expectations are turned upside down. So many expectations get turned upside down, mm -hmm. I think, in this piece about, as if you're listening to the play, who who had the power in that moment? Where does it shift? And it shifts so much and, you know, mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. It's fabulous. Yeah. Backstage, I, I lean into, just to answer your question, I think I lean into the process and the, and the rhythm of it. Mm -hmm. um, because I find that 
I know that once I'm on stage and we begin those scenes, it has its own life. And yeah. I can mm -hmm. trust my actors and I can trust Jody in the booth and, and we can just play the scene now. And tell the story. And tell the story. And that's, and that's, that's our job. Our job. Right. And it's it's also an important job for me to have everyone have these conversations afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love that, you know, people have, who have come to see the, the very first show and then came to another show and they're still having these conversations. I mean, there's been plenty of times I'm walking in town and someone says, hey, you're Kate, you know? <laughs> and Or like after after a show, I'll go get something to eat and um, people who had just seen the show would come and sit at my table and we will, t we will talk about the entire wow. show. Wow. And yeah. I think that that's beautiful. That's the beautiful thing about the common wheel and the beautiful thing about theater and yeah. you making yourself available in the community oh yes yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in a huge way you have yes yeah. um, I yeah. kind of cloister myself because I'm, I'm basically a hermit <laughs> 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 yes. mm -hmm. yeah no that's wonderful that is and this this play I think is is different than a lot of times what we we get to do at the Commonwealth oftentimes you know our our second and third show of the season tends to be bigger, broader comedies, mm -hmm. typically, or, you know, like a musical or something to pull people in. And this show really <laughs> is a conversation piece. It yes. is. It begs to be talked about afterwards. Yeah. It just really wants that. And yeah. so that is, I think that's lovely. And just the relevance of it. it, it. Um, even though so it was, you know, done in 2007? Uh, uh, something like 10, 12, 10 years 10, ago, maybe. It might have been 2012 yeah. But the, the, the fact that it's still relevant. So relevant. Yeah. For twenty twenty two, you know, it, it that also speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, did you say something? Mm -hmm. no. Any, anything about the rehearsal process or anything else that you kind of just want to like tag into this show? Otherwise, I might switch tactics. But I, I just wanted to give you. A, uh, I love the rehearsal process. Mm -hmm. um, coming from New York and really not being able to rehearse as much as we mm. do here. I mean, you, you're you lucky if you may rehearse three times a week or four times, a, you know, but when I first got here, it was rehearsal, table reads, two times a day, and it was like, wow, and it really sharpened my skill as an actor, mm. definitely, and I think that adds to the experience of, you know, what we do on stage and what the patrons are able to see. They see the work that has been put in yeah and that that's great so I, I love the rehearsal process <laughs> yeah, I, do too. I, I do too and and this goes back to something you were saying at the beginning about the organization and mm. the structure of the company that it took me a week or two to realize all the different ways in which everything was being taken care of Mm -hmm. and that processes have been thought through and responsibility yeah. has been thought through and schedules have been overwhelmingly thought through over <laughs> huge amounts of effort and time yeah. and and once I, I just say okay I don't have to think I don't have to, any problem solving my job is to learn this part mm -hmm. and to get to know these people in this world but I can rely on the entire community yeah. well, it's a, it was just a spectacular gift yes. just such a generous world and I think I said at our first staff meeting it was a soft landing and that feeling <laughs> nice. lasted for weeks and weeks mm -hmm. as I got over having landed because I was here. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. but that 
yeah, the process is clear. It's organized. It's on a schedule. We get this many weeks, and then boom, you're you're. I, I was panicked about our first previews. It's like yes. we're doing what? <laughs> <laughs> we're having an audience when? Yeah. And and that was and it was lovely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now the preview structure is great too. I love I love a good preview. Yeah. I mean I I'm a sucker for just because then you you can hear the rhythm, you can hear the laughter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it gets you on the right track of things. And it you're able you to right... try new things. Right. Right. You can try it you out. Know, right. Try it out. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, hey, let it go. Yeah, there's <laughs> another one tomorrow. So. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. This I really feel like uh, the length of runs is something where you get to try a lot of things, and yes. the show grows and shifts as, as you're sort of moving. Mm-hmm. It's, I like a three weekend run. Don't get me wrong. If I'm ever going to be cast in a show that's got a three, I won't complain. Yeah, but this is luxury. Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a way to it's dig good. into things. Yeah. All right. The the sort of thing that we do to close, I do just want to ask if there's any. Uh, you know, I'll say, it, is there any art that you're consuming? Is there anything you're either reading or a podcast you're listening to or a television show that you're like, hey, you can't miss this. That you want to like cue. Uh, it's, maybe it's just selfish and it's just me. But uh, I have people listening, too. Uh, if you want to just cue us into something that, that has been, like, you know, inspiring you. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I am a workaholic, so I'm always working on several different things. Um, but right now I'm reading just a lot of directing, directing um, books okay. um, because um, I am making my first directorial debut uh, for 2023 yeah. for a film. Um, so I am taking lots of classes, workshops, and everything like that. Um, as well as since I've been here, it has prompted me to become a writer. So I'm also um, writing and researching a lot of things. So um, my world is just creative. Uh, I wish I could recommend a show. Um, But right now I'm just uh, kind of focused on uh, continuously telling stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, that's what I'm currently doing. (laughs) Well, hey, when your film comes out, you got to let us know. We'll tout your film out here. Who knows? I mean, we might be able to do something here. So film it here. Need to have a shoot somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Minnesota came up with a tax break for films. Ding. Tax break. Yes. I am. I started last winter writing a novel, which started as a short story, and then I shared it with some people, and they said there's I need they needed more, so I haven't been working on this because somehow my brain can't do two big creative things at once, but I need to get over that and get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the TV show that I've been watching, or that I watched early on here, um, is on Netflix. It's a Danish political drama called Borgen. Borgen. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of that. That sounds awesome. Borgen. My father was Danish, so and I've, I never got to learn the language, but I love listening to it, and I almost understand it. Okay. So I was watching it a lot in the beginning when I was first here, and then I realized I was trying to learn my Boston accent, and the Danish thing was absolutely <laughs> interfering with the sounds because yes. Danish is like, yeah, and that's very different than that Boston Southie thing. So I had to stop for a month, and then I was able to go back. You can pick it back up. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's fun, it's fun TV drama. Okay. Well, oh, I, I just saw. Oh, I told you, Alaska Calling with uh, yeah. Hilary Swank. Oh, yeah, I saw previews for that. Have you watched it? Uh, there's only one episode oh, okay. out so far, but it's 
it's really nice so yeah. far. Yes, cool. yes. Okay. So I highly recommend that one. Okay. <laughs> Take a look into that. I also yes. love that I asked you for like what is artistically inspiring, and you both you both write. Yes. I love that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, oh. so doing a lot of, of writing workshops through Sundance, um, okay. and just just trying to be as creative as I can be because being here there has hasn't been any distractions mm-hmm. and it's so peaceful which I love you know I haven't heard a, a car honk in <laughs> like two and a half months so <laughs> so yes yeah, so I think that um, with there being so much peace my mind has been able to really focus and oh, it's been beautiful that. mm-hmm it's great yeah I was home in St. Paul one weekend sometime and there was a siren in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I lived in New York for 11 years. I've heard sirens before, but it was shocking. Yes. I was like, what? what? Yes. Oh, I'm not in Lanesboro today. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two-sided. Beautiful yeah, town. Beautiful town. And I, I'll end it by saying I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. And I hope to see all of you at the Commonweal soon um, to see the last few weeks of good people. Thank yes, you. Yes, please do come. <laughs> Oh, I can't end it better than that. That was like, what a great ending. You just, you just, Erica brings it. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for Thank you so much for joining us. Good People closes on the 6th of November, and we have our other show, The Mystery of Edwin Drood, which closes on October 29th. You don't want to miss either of those shows. Also, our 2023 season pass is now on sale. We have five fantastic shows lined up for you next year. I won't go into all of them here, but please go to our website, commonwealththeater.org, and check them all out. You don't want to miss it. Our early bird special is up right now, so go to commonwealththeater.org. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.